When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to D&D&D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel, and with me today are my very best friends in the world, the people who I am so happy to share this story with. We call them the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hey! That was unexpectedly sweet. It's the nicest you've ever been to us in the internet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Turning a new leaf, it's a new era. (laughs) Usually you're metaphorically uh, kicking us in the face while you intro us. (laughs) Usually I'm rushing through it as fast as I can. (laughs) Uh, But no, we, uh, this is a a unique episode. Um, This is not only the season four premiere. It is our first Spotify exclusive episode. Yeah. Um, It is also the first episode that we have recorded uh, after seeing each other for the first time since the beginning of March. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's, let's, that's seven months of not seeing or hanging out with you guys. Yes. And we hung yeah. out with you guys. It's last possible night. that the last time before last night that all of us were together in person was Mike and Beth's wedding. Mm-hmm. It would have been shortly wrestling. It was stuff Sunday. related to it. Yeah. Sunday, the day after was the wrestling oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. Like which the, yeah. Wedding like fun weekend, stuff. Yeah. Wedding weekend. Yeah. yeah wedding. Yeah. yeah. What a way to start matrimony. <laughs> <laughs> With the biggest test of all. Uh huh. Yeah. Because, yeah, Grassel moved in with me and James. Mm-hmm. So we got our own little social pod. And then Beth and Mike got tested. And then, like, I guess Uber quarantined mm-hmm. so that yep. we could all hang out safely. That was wild. It was pretty, it was so weird. It felt, it so, felt good. so weird. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it felt so good. Necessary. <laughs> yeah. Like at this point, if it's going to be going on for this long, like we're humans need to see other people. Uh-huh. You just do it in as safe a ways you can. But this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> One this thing sucks. though, I was talking to Mike about this right after we came home. I didn't remember how good Gressel's cooking was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like mm. even just the salad dressing that he put together for the side salad for dinner. Proud of that salad dressing. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, there's still leftovers of that. Yes. Okay. Nice. Our fridge is uh, very full. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's a lot of people sharing. That's on the to do list tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but- Gressel, hold on. I just I want to tell everybody. Gressel. Yeah, okay. Yesterday made us all pizzas. And uh, James and Chelsea. Oh, were- hey, like the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, like the, the first pre- episode. Mm-hmm. The se- se- season premieres. Of <laughs> pizza. And when yeah. Mike says pizza, what Gressel made wasn't just pizza, you guys. <laughs> Gressel made like artisanal, the proper, 
is there a name for what you did? Uh, they're Neo- Neapolitan style Neapolitan pizzas. Neapolitan style pizzas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I in got a pizza a oven. Pizza oven cooked them in nine hundred and something degrees. At how how long did it take to cook a pie? About sixty seconds. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, Gressel brings over a dish and has each of us grab one. And James and Chelsea are giving the tour uh, of their house. And I left the tour and went into the kitchen and told Gressel how good. The pizza was, how good the bread was, because it was so freaking good. Well, I guess the tour just, wasn't good enough to keep the house. That's not. No, Do you, Grassley, you know what you need to get is eventually when you have like your own crazy ass kitchen that I know you're gonna just trick out with <laughs> upgrades, and you have to get one of those pizza ovens that you all that you see it like. I don't even know if they would be. Like authentic Italian restaurants or not, but the types of ovens work. The it's shaped like a mouth and it kind of oh, looks yeah. like a, a creepy <laughs> yeah. face. That's what this thing's supposed to to mimic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but those are like they're shaped like faces. Yeah, for sure. The the uh, brick oven, wood wood fired pizza ovens. Yeah, that's oh, the man. dream for oh, sure. Oh my god, that, Gressel, that's all your friends. You live in the kitchen and all of your appliances have faces and you talk to <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the show we need. That's if if you want that show, check out our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like man, the Pee-wee's one place Playhouse. that they do have them for sure is at the Epcot Italian. See, that's what I mean. Is I'm like, are they authentic? Because <laughs> the picture I found when I googled these is from Epcot, but I know they exist elsewhere as well. Yeah, they're uh, that's the the oven that I got the like backyard version is trying to mimic that but i did i made pizzas that is the other part of this show uh the dinner party aspect the story is inspired by food that i want to make for my lovely friends the fun people um and when i first started the show uh the thing that made me want to pl- that that to, to me when i was a kid D- playing D was pizza it was we would get uh, my friends and I, when I was uh, 12 or whatever, would get uh, a Little Caesars pizza in, in, in Metro Detroit and uh, Country Time Lemonade, and we would play D&D for hours uh, on summer nights. Um, now, fast forward to our adult lives, I made this very fancy pizza, um, <laughs> but uh, still wanted to share it with my friends as we play this game and tell this story, and that is... Uh, what this is all about. It's it's how can I combine the things I'm passionate about, storytelling and cooking for people I care about um, to create a story uh, as delicious as the food, hopefully. We're going to uh, get into it. We did. We had pizza and salad. Uh, that is kind of our season premiere meal uh, and has been since we started the show. Yeah. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah. Have we done that every time? Mm-hmm. Uh, three season three was the was the watermelon I think because but that was I believe because I messed up dough. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and I messed up too dough. That watermelon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. I just can't stop looking at pictures of cool ovens that are shaped like <laughs> stuff. Oh, that's. <laughs> That's my life. Welcome. Yeah, just cool kitchen things. <laughs> <laughs> like this one's shaped like a dragon. Whoa. Yes. That's so cool. I want that one. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with weird Ita- Italian kitchens. Like not even 
authentic at all. It's because like, we grew up going to attempt. Olive Garden. You know, yeah, I didn't though. Oh. That was not allowed. In oh. My house wasn't real Italian food. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do unlimited salad and breadsticks one of these days. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> do we want to introduce ourselves? Uh, y- you want to start? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm uh, one of the two women players on this team. My name's Beth. I play Marjorie Sticks, who's a very old halfling rogue. I'm James. Uh, I'm, but not DM James. I'm James A. Janice. I play Flack. He's a gnome. He's a bard. He's, his brain doesn't work with empathy. And, uh, but he's fun. I like him. <laughs> we all uh, like Flack. I'm Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea Rebecca, which is my last name. Um, and I play Zabbis, who's a, teen boy elf sorcerer warlock my team i mean he's like 70 he's like almost 80 now because we've been playing for a few years whoa are we gonna have a <laughs> zavis like birthday years. oh my god oh my god zavis is 80th zavis would, zavis would hate it he would he would he would hate it just like that's a thing where we are very similar because i'm so weird about like birthday like Doing something, you know, chill for a birthday is fine, but I hate having happy birthday sung at me mm-hmm. and being the center of attention like that where I'm like, it's not, I didn't do anything. <laughs> it's <just laughs> like a weird, it's weird. It's all very weird. Uh, well, hi, I'm Mike, uh, Mike Sagan, and I play Fletch Stormtail, who is a wood elf ranger. Um, hopefully this season we can call me Stormy. And have that catch so we don't have Beth confused every single time she says Fletch why, and Flack. Why is it always me? I'm the only one who can't get Fletch and Flack straight. I always have to think about it. For... I just cut out when I mess it up. It's <laughs> <laughs> so rude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's only partially true. I mean, if my friends were uh, compassionate, they would put their names next to their names on Zoom and that would be really easy for me. Yours says you Pam. So? Yours says Pam. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's a different <laughs> D&D campaign. Uh, I, I play everybody, so I can't No, you do don't that. play Flack. I don't play Flack. <laughs> yeah, you don't play Marjorie, dude. I play everybody else who's not one of the four of you. Um, but yeah, uh, the team, as we affectionately call them, of Fletch and Flack and Marjorie and Zabbis, have been on an adventure for several years now. Uh, and now we are going to rejoin them as the adventure continues. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has it been yes. years? Yeah, in game, how long has it been? In oh, game, yeah. it that has change, been... That changes if I'm having an 80th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> in game, it has been a uh, l- little over two years. Wow. Damn. Because of time wow. jumps when you went through portals. Oh. oh, it's like Interstellar, <laughs> where time is just all. Yeah, the people library. celebrated Zabbis' birthday, but Zabbis hasn't actually turned 80 as far as his experience. <laughs> yeah. But yes, it has been roughly two and a half, three years since you guys all met each other. It is now, we have a calendar now, so here is the date. It's Cure's Day, the first of Anadon in Night's Pass. What does Pass. that even mean? 
You're just saying random it's syllables. It's a fantasy dude. world with a fantasy calendar. calendar. You want me to say it's it's October 23rd? Because that's not fun for everyone. And the whole <laughs> mantra of the podcast is do what's fun. Thursday, Thursday. How does, yeah. Thursday. Corpse day. Here's the calendar for you guys to all look at. It is an eight-month calendar with eight days a week. Ooh, I need your love. Okay, so six days it in a being month. two years, I, it actually no, though. And yet, every day still ends in Y. Yep. Yeah. And day. It's, and day, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's only right, so many ways to reinvent the wheel. Some of these words here. Saphidon. Mm-hmm. Goldon. Rubedon. Oh, they're all different kinds of gems. Yep. Oh, all these dons. I think Void's Day sounds crazy. As what's fuck. your hey yeah. guys? What's your favorite day of the year? Because mine is definitely <laughs> Tums Day in the month of Oniden. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tums Day. I love Tums Day. It's too, when dude. my stomach feels the best. Mm-hmm. Onidon. I just said it. Yeah, I think it's I like would have to go Void's Day. Oniden. Oniden. Did it restain like, Oniden? When you uh, when you accidentally bump into the Italian boss, oh done. Oh, so done. You guys have been doing this from day one. Where when I try to do fantasy shit, you just <laughs> shit all over it. No, it's good. <laughs> I only make fun because I'm insecure and I can't come up with it on my own. Exactly. I literally the last, the like last thing we did together where I had to think, oh no. I had to come up with a name for something, and I instantly went, I'll find a random name generator. To, like, I can't I can't just think of stuff. Yeah, man. I'm just good at regurgitating things that other people have made, so that's why I poke fun. <laughs> I'm so bad at that, so I have to come up with my own shit, because I cannot remember things that other people say. Hope done. I like, yeah. Hope done on So Friends, fro, so friends Day. So, so Friends so Day. Friends. So Friends. So Friends. The Bothsby, bre- what is the name of this thing? The Bothsby Break, break Iron, Iron calendar. calendar. He's the dwarven scientist who devised this calendar. <gasps> oh, that's fun. Calendars are really. Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> just on, goes on a deep dive through like going, different faces no, on like calendars. Calendar, <laughs> she can put in I her kitchen. I was reading about calendars the other night, <laughs> like not a joke. I was reading about like why we got July and August and stuff, and it's interesting. Yep, I went on that journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just another manic mirrors day. (laughs) 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 Cause cause all day I'm in the (laughs) Grussell has just been sitting here waiting for us to stop ripping yeah, on his yes. earnest creation. I'm, so I'm so glad to have spent the better part of the summer working on all of this elaborate world building. Everybody's going to remember love. Void's Day now. Yeah. Void's Day's really cool. Void's Day terrifies me. I want to be... I mean, that's kind of what... Pick your birthday. ...end of the week feels like. Like, Void's Ugh. Day is such a Sunday you know, I feel like at the end just, of Void's Day, like everyone goes under. Like it's you, everyone gets general anesthesia, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> it's you the wake day of rest, on, but uh, it's too much rest. But it's like mm-hmm. the su- yeah Sunday scaries. <laughs> Void's Day scaries. Like have you heard <laughs> that phrase before? Where I've it's never. Like, yeah, where it's oh, like yeah, oh it's Sunday, sure. but I can't even enjoy it because I work, work the next tomorrow, day. Yep. It's a Sunday scaries. Oh. It sucks. but that's what that's such Void's Day. I can relate feelings.
Oh, yeah. For sure. But it's not Void's Day today. Mm-mm. Today, it's Cure's Day. And it's the first of Anadon, which is the beginning of the autumn quarter of this, the Boothsby Break Iron Calendar. And it's an important day in Night's Pass, the city in which you guys are in, and the city in which Marjorie is from. My hometown. Uh, and it's very busy this time of year in Night's Pass because everybody is preparing for the annual Harvest Festival. At the beginning of autumn, all the farmers and artisans and craftspeople from all over the Moonshadow Valley uh, put on a glorious display of the growing season's bounty and give thanks for another year of sustenance. Uh, it's a big deal in Moonshadow because the very large halfling population that lives in the valley uh, is a really big farming community. The Grocers Guild, the Halfling Grocers Guild, you guys know, is a big deal in the city of Knights Pass. And the halfling community really takes pride in what they grow and what they can share with the people of the city this time of year. As they should. Uh, in the north of the city, <laughs> however... On an unassuming street in the neighborhood of Acorn's Corner, inside a mansion that once housed a great evil, a team of adventurers is plotting its next move. Is that us? That's us. We're plotting? That's us. I know, plotting? We're just tuning in. Yes, we do live in a mansion, but we uh, (laughs) stole it. We bought it with our money. Oh, wait, we did buy it. It just happens to be that we killed the person who owned it in the first place yes. and no one really knows that that's true. Oh, because he was an awful person. Yeah. And terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's your story and you're story. sticking to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been about three years since Marjorie Sticks, a thief and rogue, uh, offered some candy to her traveling companions while traveling home to Night's Pass. Uh, For the little, first time. Yep. Little did she know that her return uh, to the city where she grew up would lead her to an adventure that would take her all over the world. Uh, And it is now, these many years later, that Marjorie has settled into this mansion that once belonged to a villain whom she helped take down and is perusing some of the important documents that she has obtained on her travels. Oh, yeah. One of my many pockets. Perhaps you're sitting in the magic ball healing pit. ball pit, ball pit while 100%. you're doing your work. That's always where you can find Marjorie in the mansion. She has a bedroom, but she doesn't care. She sleeps in the ball pit. A bunch of people die I have there. an idea yeah. for the ball pit. <laughs> What's up? What, what is it, Zabbis? Oh, well, this is more of like a meta thing. Okay, then oh. never mind. It would be so fun if every once in a while, because I, you know how like ball pits when you were a kid, there's always stuff at the bottom, like stuff just finds its way down there. I just feel like every once in a while we should be able to like go look down there and <laughs> see what anything, yeah, like see if anything cool fell out of someone's pocket. It's like the and, bottom of the couch cushions, little treats. Yeah, that is very fun. I like that. We can we can have some sort of weird claw game. We know that Marjorie would be in the ball pit, but um, where would Zabbis be? Would Zabbis be in the laboratory or trying to figure out how to open the mysterious door in the basement? Probably that. (laughs) Although it is tempting to want to work in the lab and it's like spooky October. (laughs) 
But no, I'm going to, okay, yeah, there's a mysterious door. Yeah, that's that's what I'm drawn to. Although I did try to take a class on lock picking and extremely flunked out. <laughs> that was a bit ago. Didn't I do pretty well in there? I think you, I think everyone did except me, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I'm going to try and, I'm like the, not, the best character to be trying to lockpick anything, but maybe I can figure something out. In the basement of this mansion, there is a mysterious door that no one has been able to open. It once belonged to the evil wizard who previously owned this mansion, and what horrors are behind this door, no one is sure of. Uh, but Zabbis, having very recently obtained new abilities by, uh, or by accepting the patronage of the one who is the goat, a mysterious being who emphasizes greatness, is uh, now trying to do a great job opening this door. Yes, we're going to do, do a great job. <laughs> okay. I guess just roll the 20 and see what happens. I'm like, I'm like just mentally flipping through my book of spells like, Note would destroy entire room. No, 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 would kill self on accident. No. Okay, you said roll a twenty. If, yeah, just to, just to see if you can open the door. A twenty of or just general twenty. Yeah, because I don't think you have thieves' tools or anything. I rolled a fifteen. Nope, you. That's like a C. Yep. Plus. You, you just pull on the door and continue. Uh, <laughs> I just after after just like, mentally hmm. monologuing. Okay, it's time to be great. I'm going to think of a, a creative way to unlock this door and then just pause and then grab the door. Pull <laughs> 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 really hard. Credit card in the side of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well. <laughs> Fletch Stormtail uh, yeah. grew up uh, somewhat of a loner in the woods outside of the city after his family and village were destroyed in a terrible storm. Uh, and came upon the team as they were uh, being attacked by an owl bear uh, many years ago, and now rededicated to the cause of uh, adventure with the people who have become somewhat of a found family. He is where? Where's Where's Fletch? Are you hanging out with Pete somewhere? Are you in the courtyard? Maybe. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm outside of the mansion. I'm assuming the backyard. Uh, 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 I don't know what the backyard looks like, but I, I want to be outside with nature. Mm -hmm. um, and ideally, I want to run this by you. I I would, I would like for me to be um, or have been casting plant growth. Um, mm -hmm. And this this specifically would be an eight hour casting period. So mm -hmm. I would I, I I would picture myself outside casting this thing. Uh, and it's supposed to for eight hours. I enrich all the plant life in in the area, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know how how big this would be or how like what the the radius what is. the radius is. Yeah, because uh, I, I because it's the 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 harvest festival. I want to like help enrich the land. So oh, fun. Yeah. So f for eight hours, if I do this, it'll um it'll enrich the soil and the plants for one whole year and the plants yield twice the normal amount of food when harvested. Oh, nice. So I'd like to be giving back to the community. Damn, dude. I'll <laughs> do one with nature. Good. 
I'm just thinking about how the outside of art new house needs that done. Like, come over and do that for real. Okay. <laughs> Use some magic. Uh, it's a half mile radius. So you can definitely get like a pretty good chunk of the city. Like everybody's okay. like That's uh, home gardens now suddenly are doing pretty, pretty great. I don't want to upset the, you know... The balance the, of nature. The well, the the, the balance <laughs> of someone just crushed my giant pumpkins. I don't want to put anybody out of business by doing this or anything. Yeah, dude, because yeah, you got to think about economy. you know they got to have some like gourd grown contests, dude. and then it's not fair for the people outside of the they range of your magic. They don't know the that I'm doing it. The shareholders of the grocers. <laughs> yeah. Guild <laughs> are gonna expect the same amount of crops next year. <laughs> what have we done? Well, we'll have to deal with those consequences next year, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want anybody to know that I'm doing this. I just want to like secretly be. Oops, uh, I want to secretly be doing this. Just, just subtly, just subtly enhance the nearby plants. Yes, yes, yes. And then finally, we have Flag Tanson. Black dancing. The gnome bard who recently had a near-death experience, an actual death experience. Yeah. Uh, and was magically returned to life. Flack went through quite a transformation that it, we will get into later. But as part of this death and resurrection, uh, all of your adventuring gear was destroyed. So Flack is uh, running a little bit light in terms of the stuff in your inventory uh so what is flack doing uh, around the mansion as you guys are prepping for your next adventure there's been a time jump right uh, yeah yeah enough time for me to have gone into town to the instrument shop yeah that that i presume exists yes that definitely exists okay uh and also, uh, Gerbert is still here in this house, right? Yes, the uh, the niece of the realtor, Gerbert Merbert Realty, that you purchased the mansion from, the lizard folk realtor, uh, his niece, Gerbert Merbert, has uh, kind of taken up, not quite residence, but hangs around the mansion a lot uh, as a kind of caretaker and also quite smitten with flack. She is. Um, has a little bit of a crush and um, hangs around to be near him. So she's around, but she she kind of respectfully keeps her distance. She, like she's she's not doting on you, not waiting on you hand and foot. But she's around. If you look at, at the like doorway, you might catch her. Uh, Carebert. Oh, uh, hi. Yeah. Hey, Flack. Hey, thought I saw you peeking around that corner over there. I uh, you know, was just in town. And I picked something up, so you know that we have the Harvest Festival coming up. Oh, yeah, I love the Harvest Festival. It's one of my favorite times of year. Yeah, of course. Me too, me too. And I did notice that, uh, you know, they're they're having the big festival that's in town, and I, I was actually talking to some people in town, and everyone loves me here because, you know, we're heroes, yeah, of big, course. Yeah, big heroes, yep. Mm-hmm. So I asked... And I said, don't give me any special treatment just because of our heroic status. But I would like to know if you would be interested in having me por- per- uh, perform some live music at the festival. And they were really into the idea. Oh, you're going to have a concert? That sounds great. Well, hold on. We're going to have a concert because I bought a hurdy-gurdy for <sighs> you to learn and join me <laughs> As I uke it up. Oh my god. 
hurdy. You bought her a whole ass hurdy. Those are so expensive. Aren't they big? (laughs) You son of a bitch. Here, first hurdy gurdy. What? What made you think of getting her a hurdy gurdy? See if thieves. Oh my god! Oh, this is incredible. Uh, my my uncle actually ha- is a is a, a pr- very proficient hurdy gurdy player. But but no I, shit. I, I, I sure. But I'm just all left thumbs, you know. So uh, th- you you might have to forgive me. I only know the basic chords, but you know. So if if you keep it kind, you know, I I could maybe do rhythm. Yeah, but no, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. That okay? W- wow. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to get to share the stage with you. This is. This, I, I mean, I would have been happy just to be some, some random in the crowd, but, but, oh my God, wait, wait, yeah, well, now, now it's a lot more pressure. So, uh, how about we have a little practice sesh? Oh yeah. Yeah. I get sure. Um, I, yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Do you, right now? Do, do, I, I don't even really, do you have sheet music? I'm not really proficient. And then she like turns the crank and it makes an off key sound. <laughs> uh no we we can just start with the basics oh okay um like roll perform i'll have carebert roll performance i guess oh 16 not bad great yeah she plays like uh whatever the hurdy-gurdy equivalent of of uh heart Hot and soul buns. is oh <laughs> yeah so uh, some very basic melody but she can carry a tune excellent i think this is gonna work out great how much time do we have until the festival? Uh, a couple days. Great. Yeah. We'll be we'll be real good by then. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna go practice. I, I I'm not I, I I'm nervous about being in front of a crowd, especially a flak dancing crowd. Oh man. Yeah, they get wild. Don't <laughs> worry, you're gonna do great. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Flack. Oh my god, this is such a nice gift. And she like steps into the room very hesitantly gets close to you and then like with her lizard snout like pecks you on the forehead and then runs oh. away and takes oh, the yeah. hurdy-gurdy with her and you can hear the hurdy-gurdy making <laughs> little noises as she trots out of the room <laughs> down the hall. <laughs> She's a nice gal. <laughs> uh, so that's the team. The team is in pursuit of of the prince, I suppose, of this little petty kingdom of the Moonshadow Valley, uh, Henrik Erthadar, the son of Cathiria Erthadar and Nils Hoskendauer, who are the lord and lady of this uh, region, is missing and very important to the safety of this realm. Uh, there is a great evil that is undefined. It has mysterious motives, but is in search of him for some sort of mysterious sacrifice, or perhaps not. Uh, And the team has been tasked with tracking him down and unraveling this cosmic mystery of a curse that is plaguing the Earth and our family. Uh, And they have some tools at their disposal. A uh, coded journal that was left to them by a wizard named Plintherin Belamore, as well as a ballad written by the bard Majumbo Namsarid, a companion of Nils and 
Plintherins who Can you can you hear why we tease you about the names? Yeah, but then but then when then when I do like Steve and Bill. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, then you get it from the other end too. How are huh? they doing, yeah. by the way? The the the, the fire, fire elements. Elements. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have those guys. Do they live in like a fireplace? Hell yeah. Our yeah. mission has at least three, right? At least yeah. for sure, at least. At least. Yeah, it's um, a big building to keep warm. Yeah, probably most rooms have fireplaces. So they probably <laughs> pop around, you know, to check mm-hmm. in on everybody. Ooh, can they like go from fireplace to fireplace? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're really magic. You 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 rescued them from a volcano that was also an overlap point between multiple realms. So so yeah, they can probably live in multiple fireplaces. <laughs> yeah. So they can probably bounce around the fireplaces in your mansion. Yeah, the fire elementals uh, currently um, are warming the large ballroom and the ball pit um, where Marjorie is lounging. Um, and they're just kind of, you know, chilling. They don't really talk much. They're used to being alone. Oh, yeah, they would have been alone for a really long time. Marjorie, <laughs> just as she's going through her papers, she's finding if there's scraps or stuff that like, doesn't really say anything and isn't important, she'll fold it into a paper airplane and just throw it towards the mantle to see if one of them will try to catch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They will make they make like fire hoops and stuff. They make a game out of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, should we participate in some festivities? I feel like we don't know our neighbors that well. And most- Do we have neighbors? See, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, this is like the, you know, the wealthier part of town, but there are other large estates in on the, up on this like small hill in Acorn's Corner. You do have neighbors, but they're not, you know, every home is kind of gated or has a big hedge fence. It's not the most welcoming area. I mean, when you guys came here, it was to infiltrate a party thrown by an evil merchant who was behind a plot to put the very farmers that the Harvest Festival is celebrating out of business. The other people in this neighborhood, you know, it's kind of a little bit of uh, like there's a, there's a snobbishness to the fact that you guys have moved in. You know, Mm. part of why you haven't necessarily interacted with your direct neighbors, so to speak. But yes, you do have neighbors. Oh, they think we're new money, I bet. Mm -hmm. They look down on us. Uh, um, All right. So Fletch and Pete walk into the uh, ballroom where Marjorie is. And I say, Marjorie, have you seen uh, Fleck? And Zabbis, do you know where they are? Marjorie looks over at Fletch. Stormy, are you bringing warm zucchini? I've been making so many zucchini casseroles, and your arms are just (laughs) full of them every time you come in from that garden. What are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I just, our garden is very rich. Uh, Marjorie, like, clumsily gets out of the ball pit and takes (laughs) all of the zucchini into her arms and starts trotting into the kitchen. Uh, roll to see how many zucchini you are, <laughs> your tiny arms are able to ho- hold on to. Roll it, roll a d6. Okay. Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Fletch's plant growth has enhanced the garden in the back of the mansion, and you have grown 
uh, two of these uh, large, or you've grown a bunch of these large, uh, robust, magical zucchini. And Marjorie grabs two of them. They are about uh, the size of her, or about the length <laughs> of her small body. Uh, and she carries them like one would carry, uh, like, like, a, like, a, like a soldier would carry like a rifle, like oh, okay. up against your shoulder. <laughs> you have one on each shoulder and you head into the kitchen. I follow. Flag's been all over the the place. He's I've seen him upstairs. I saw him downstairs talking with Zabbis. I don't really know what he's up to, but I heard a little bit of music coming from his room recently. Have you checked in there? I mean, no, I, I have not. I just I just came inside with all the zucchini. I'll uh I'll go run up and check. And then I run up and check. Brother! Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey! Good. You wanna get in on this? Wh- this music? For the festival? Yeah, yes, I do. Actually, I have that drum. We did play that 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 concert for the for the giant mushroom. Yeah, you know what? I really think that that served as like a warm up act for this festival that we're going to be playing at. In fact, uh, actually, it, it, is this the first festival since we came to town? The first Harvest Festival, or no? This is the first one that you've been around for, for sure. But is it the first one that has occurred since we vanquished? Oh, um it's it's definitely the the first time in a little while that they've had one this big because there have been problems you know in the valley with with like when um when the beacons were threatened and everything that you guys saved um you know all the crops were affected uh carrot top and turnip tops farm was uh you know didn't didn't have the yields that they were supposed to that year barbara and streisand and the other halflings didn't uh little oboe they didn't have uh quite the bounty that they that they had hoped that year so this is this is definitely like this is this is the return to to glory of the are we the guests of honor you are now yeah (laughs) now 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 that you've went and you've you've convinced uh uh you know the 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 council in charge of the festival to to have a a concert. You know you can you kind of steered them in the direction of having this be a little moment in recognition of your contributions to the town. You guys have an in, you know, on the on the council as your former um, companion Juno Greenpoint is now a big member of the community outreach in the city. Oh, great! Nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bud. I think we we need to rock everyone's socks off. I play the hell out of this festival. I'm on board. I'm ready cool. to do this. Why do you smell like zucchini? I <laughs> just walked in with margarine. Uh, we our garden has a zucchini overgrowth. It's not really a problem, but uh, we have a. <laughs> it just keeps growing, so <laughs> we're uh, you know gonna make some zucchini bread, grill up some zucchini. We can have some zoodles. We can have some, zo- yeah, man. We could do some zoodles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to come downstairs into the kitchen with us? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you guys return to the kitchen where uh, Marjorie is cleaning the zucchini. Uh, Marjorie, when you are interacting with the food that was grown in this garden that that uh, Fletch has enhanced uh, with his plant growth magic, roll a perception roll. I am famously good at these. <laughs> Yep, that's a zucchini. <laughs> <laughs> 14? 
you feel um, tingles in your hands as you're interacting with them. And um, Ooh, zingles. This is weird. This is weird because they're big and long. <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> um, the <laughs> geez. Um, At least they're not eggplants. <laughs> Uh, you do. You feel some tingles as you're interacting with these zucchinis, and and um, there's there's kind of a a, a zest, a, a little spark almost as you're as you're cleaning them off, and uh, the scent is uh, invigorating as you're you're smelling the freshness of the of the vegetables and the in the wa- even the water that you're using to wash off the dirt um, somehow seems as though it's cleaner than uh, huh. when you. Uh, Pumped it out of the uh, the pump. I take I I dump my dunk my face into the water. I take a little sip sip. Roll a d four. Am I gonna heal? One. Uh you get one temporary hit point. Whoa! Nice. Wow, congrats. Well, hey boys, dunk your yeah. heads. Take a little sip sip. Okay. Yeah. Do that. All right. Roll d fours. Two. Two temporary hit points for flat. I go ahead and dip my head in, and I roll the three. Three. One, two, three. Three temporary hit points. I... D4s can be hard to pick up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think we have a magic garden. So this is one of the new mechanics for season four. You guys no longer have a, a healer as part of the party. Now that Juno has decided to um, take up residence in Night's Pass as a member of the city council, the magics that... Fletch has imbued into this garden uh, with plant magic for a mysterious reason that none of you guys necessarily can explain has a little bit extra plant magic behind it. There's, there's something very, very special about when, Flack, or when Fletch is doing this. See, I'll cut that. He did it. <laughs> did, don't let him cut it. <laughs> Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 105 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter and D&D&Dpod on Instagram. Or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in for our season 4 premiere and for our very first episode as a Spotify exclusive podcast. Thanks for making the switch and joining us here on Spotify, a platform that I'm just personally a real big fan of. And I'm excited to enter into this new partnership with as we work to grow the audience of the show and make it the best it's ever been. I want to say thank you to some of our patrons. Thank you, Emma. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Lindsay. And thank you, William. Thanks to all of our patrons who support us over at patreon.com slash dndndpod. Uh, we are reworking the Patreon a little bit here as we head into 2021. Uh, we're going to start offering new merch tiers. Uh, they are some special tiers where we're going to offer some new merch that will be Patreon exclusive, not just t-shirts anymore. Uh, we're going to put up some new items over there. So go over to patreon.com slash dndndpod and check that out. If you like what you see over at Patreon, as far as merch goes, you will like Beth's shop even more. BethBrad.shop has all of Beth's great art available for purchase, not just D&D&D merch, but her great bird art 
and some other stuff as well, all over there at bathbyrad.shop. want to say thank you again, everybody, for making the switch over to Spotify. If you weren't already listening here, we really appreciate it. Uh, we're really, really excited to move forward uh, with this next chapter of the show. Uh, I've got some great stuff planned for season four. We're already off to a great start. It was nice to be back recording story episodes with the team after we took a break and did the table for twos. Uh, really, really pumped for what we've got ahead of us and can't wait to share it with all of you. So thanks so much. Thanks, everybody, and do what's fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, there's something very, very special about when Fletch does this plant magic, and especially here in Night's Pass, so close to uh, the forest in the Moonshadow Valley. And now, food that is grown in this garden, food that is prepared in this kitchen, will have healing properties for you. Um, All right. So that is something to keep in mind as we progress through this adventure, now that you guys do not have a regular healer as part of the party. Do we know well, this? now wait a minute. If a little sippy sippy from some dirty zook water got us a D4, what happens if I take a big old bite out of one of these guys and I do it? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Marjorie's still cleaning it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would it would heal you, but you're not hurt. How well, do you I wasn't feel hurt tingly? when I took the sippy sip. Yes, you feel great. It's super okay. fresh. It it's it has that that nice vegetal taste that um that zucchinis have. Um it's mm. not it's raw zucchini, so that's a little bit strange, but it's yeah. still I've yeah, eaten worse. That is weird. Yeah. Hey, hey, at least it's not kid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> hey new listeners, I ate a kid one time by accident though. By by accident. Kid meat, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> that, that's true. That's um, what's on our fridge. At least it ain't kid. <laughs> yeah, and like the, you know, the eat, pray, love types. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Uh, has anybody seen Zabbis? We're missing Zabbis in this kitchen. Is it the basement? Oh. <laughs> yeah, the stairs to the basement uh, are in uh, the kitchen area, so Zabbis uh, can hear the commotion above from uh, downstairs where he is trying to open that door unsuccessfully what just check in where you are what? do you want some zucchini <laughs> why are you yelling just come down here <laughs> oh yeah all right you're no it's three on one you come up here oh yeah, oh, yeah. No, i'm busy oh, i just won't right. come up here you guys we gotta bring the zooks to him we'll just bring one right, i He's gonna have to bring all of them. I, I grab a, a zook and then I hop on Fletch's back for a piggyback all ride right. down the stairs. And I accept that and I <laughs> sh- sh- strut downstairs. <laughs> so, strut, all right. <laughs> Margin follows. Uh, the four of you are together again in the basement of the mansion. I've been trying to open this for like three hours. Oh, really? And Margarine gets her thieves' tools out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> And rolls to open that door. 
Oh, man. Uh, 13? No, 13 won't do it. Your lock picks break in the in the elaborate um, magical lock that seals this door. Well, that's unusual. I mean, I've, I've just been trying to pull on it. I feel like a few more minutes and I can totally get this thing open. What? I just go back to like yanking out the handle. <laughs> well, have some of the zucchini. Maybe it will make you better. Do, do you guys want to wait until I've cooked it? <laughs> yeah, I just look and there's just bites taken out of this. Like, no, I'm good. I have like a zucchini flake on my head. <laughs> I was just going to say flack is like mid-bite. I'll pass. All right. It's like as big as flack too. Yeah. Uh, I grab my uh, hilt uh, of the Leatherman and mm-hmm. I try to fashion a key to un- uh, to open this lock. Uh, no key will fit this lock. Oh, okay. You know, I'm looking at that zucchini and just as a as a you know a mischievous teen, I and I I'm too like Paul for this, but like if you guys, if either of you two, uh, short friends needed to do like a body double swap where like it looks like you're still sleeping, perfect size. Oh, what is just save, what is he talking that for, about? That's like it's that's a teenage scheme. They could put a zucchini. You know, like you, you know, if we got to sneak out of the bed in the house at night, but you want, uh, you I want... promise you knew how to do this once, Marjorie, but it's just been so long that you don't remember. I... You just stick this little zook it's in the bed. Nate. I am young at heart. I look, and I Marjorie pulls out. I don't know where she's been hiding this, but her her uh, special teen boy spear. Oh yeah, yep. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> I, how am I, I? I can wield this. I can use it to hit enemies, and this is made for young people, so. That's true. Hey, maybe- I go back to yanking on <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could try a zucchini if, to open the lock because it's we haven't tried that oh. because it has the word key in it, and maybe. This oh. is breakfast, like zucchinis for breakfast, and okay, that's I'm the key. I'm going back upstairs. <laughs> as as Fletch just like sticks a zucchini in the lock hole, Mashed, yeah, yeah, nothing happens. Oh. I was like, tell me that works, Grizzle. Tell me the key was zucchini all along. All right, Zabbis, you ain't getting it open. Let's go upstairs. Yeah, come on upstairs. We gotta, you know, we gotta. No, I've been. Wait, you guys don't want to know what's down here? We all live here. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Look, we don't. We all live here, but we don't know. Uh, what is down here? Maybe some of our neighbors might have like a key to this, or maybe they know something about this door. So what if we, because we don't, I don't know. Uh, but like talking to neighbors. I know, but maybe. You no, know, like. Uh, we could have no, a party. I don't party. know if they like us, man. I think they like that guy that we killed. So let's yeah. make them like us. What if we invited everybody By over? Killing that? Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm <gonna> kill- what? <laughs> I, I set him down. He's on my back. I'm really confused. I set him down. I, I turn. I turn myself around. No, we're not going to kill our neighbors. This operation impress the neighbors. Yes. I mean, I just get the vibe that they're not going to like us. You know. What if we carve them things out of the zucchini and oh, give them gifts, like little uh, lawn decorations, 
made of zucchini. But isn't that, won't they rot though? I feel like zucchini, like giving them zucchini and then. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, Do we not carve pumpkins every year? That's true. It is a harvest festival. That's a good point. Yeah. I gotta start thinking outside the box. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, Flack, roll a history roll. (laughs) Oh, great. That's not bad. Uh, 21. Uh, While you were in town uh, talking to people about getting your concert set up, Mm -hmm. you saw that in Earthadar Square, the main square of town, there was a booth being set up. One of the biggest booths in all of the Harvest Festival is Lavinia Patchfine's pumpkin booth. Lavinia Patchfine's? Lavinia Lavinia Patchfine. Uh, And her booth, her pumpkin booth, is always the centerpiece of the farmer's displays at the Harvest Festival because she grows such big pumpkins. Uh, And you noticed that not only were there the giant show pumpkins, but there was a side booth with a younger halfling. Uh, Lavinia is a very old woman, not dissimilar from Marjorie. Um, you, you, Flack, probably couldn't really tell them apart. Ow. <laughs> um, <laughs> other, uh, you oh, know, God. Uh, other than the uh, intense adventuring clothing and ridiculous set of hats that Marjorie has. I feel like there's going to be a parent trap situation <laughs> later on. Uh, but you saw that there was a uh, a young halfling who had a smaller booth with uh, much more um, manageable sized pumpkins where he was carving elaborate designs into them. Yeah. So carving <laughs> veggies is a whole thing here. So maybe we can get him to help us carve. The carver. Sure. Yeah. We have money. Uh, oh, we have money. I- Margarine. Do you remember the money that we put in your bag? You have to say yes, because we know you do remember it, Marjorie. Damn it. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Don't play. Yeah, don't play, Koi. All right, we need some of that. They might have to take out some of that money. Okie dokie. The bank of Marjorie is open for business. Come on down. And Marjorie, like, excitedly runs back to the ball pit, dives in, and then pops out like a teller. (laughs) <laughs> B- balls just go just go everywhere <laughs> yeah. all right we run i run to the ball pit flack do you know how much money flack are you here did you come with me yeah i came okay do, I, do you know how much money this guy charges for this kind of did you overhear uh, anything no no I, I mean i don't even know if he takes pay for it it might have been just a, like a hobby thing you know although i guess there was a booth did i catch his name did he have his name on the booth yeah, you saw that that the sign said Gord's Artisan Gord's. His name is Gord. Gord. Gord, Gord Patchfine. Gord Patchfine. Okay. Yeah, Gordy. Uh, I don't know. Oh, we should go. Is it? Let's run into town and go. Get, is this plan yeah, even good? What time good? of day is it? I feel. Why do I feel like it's night? Is it just because it's night in real life? What time of day is it on this Cures Day? Uh, it is. Like early afternoon. Oh shit! Yeah, let's run to town, dude. Well, is this plan a good idea? Like, should we should we do this with the neighbors? I'm starting to doubt myself. Oh, that's classic Fletch. I know. It's been my experience in my life that knowing your neighbors, people help people, and maybe going door to door and introducing ourselves 
you know, more formally, perhaps with a food, a, a food. People, I've never owned a house before. Do you give your neighbors food? Yeah. That might ingratiate them to us. And maybe, maybe that'll work out for us on down the line. Are you saying, like, as opposed to carving zucchini figures and leaving them on their lawns? I like that idea more. And also, Juno never pulled out his money with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll have to nice. split that up or leave it in there to... These pumpkins on Juno. <laughs> I'm going to roll a Milk D8. boy that keeps on giving. What's four times 2,300? 9,200. How many pumpkins do you think we can get with 9,200 gold? A lot. I think all the pumpkins <laughs> in the world. Uh, yeah, we could right. probably Stormy? buy gold out. Yeah. Stormy, do you, re- you want to take another guess at that? All the pumpkins in the world? Yeah, that's my guess, and I'm sticking to it. He's getting more confident, Fletch. There you go. What? Oh, no. Uh, what was that? Oh, no. Did you just mess up my name? Did you just call me? I have the energy of a young teen boy. Let's go. Zabbis, <laughs> <laughs> are you Zabbis, good? are you coming? <laughs> yeah. What, you- uh, what? Um, I'm looking at the door. Look at it. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll go with, I'll go with you guys, but I'm going to see if anyone there can help me. Maybe yeah. someone has a. I sell mm, weird keys, weird skeleton, <laughs> weird skeleton keys booth. Exactly. Like is yeah. walking up the stairs saying this, and there's like a slow zoom in on that door with like a like a blaring noise yeah. that gets louder oh, and louder. <laughs> noise. Yeah. It's dripping <laughs> zucchini guts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's just a hard cut to the the town square as you guys arrive uh, at the Earthadar Square, the central square of town, where. Uh, a bunch of halflings and some humans are setting up their booths for the Harvest Festival that will take place in a couple days. And in the center of all of these booths is uh, Lavinia Patchvine's pumpkin booth, where there are several massive, massive pumpkins. These aren't just massive for her or Marjorie or any of the halflings. These are easily as tall as Fletcher Zabbis. And Dang. as wide as a small cart, some of them. They are impressive. They are most exemplary vegetables, indeed. Oh, my God. Zabbis. Zabbis. Zabbis, if we get one of those, then you could do the uh, zucchini under the have... bed thing. What? The zucchini in the bed thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also have a finely appointed room for all of my exemplary vegetables. <laughs> you, When you look around for Gord, though... You see the sign, you see gourds, artisan gourds, and you see Gord, he, he's, he's working on carving one of the larger pumpkins, and it, he's approaching it as one of those guys who, like, cuts bears out of logs with a chainsaw, you know? Like, yeah. I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, he's got like a really big, it, it's almost like a sword and he's like hacking away at this pumpkin. He takes a step back and he looks at it and he makes another hack. Um, but what you don't see are any of these smaller pumpkins that you had seen earlier, Flack, and that <laughs> the rest of you had probably expected to see. Oh, is this because of Fletch's magic? 
<laughs> why would it be? No, a, sm- why would it be? Because like instead, like no small ones grew. Like they all grew big. Is that what happened? I wasn't trying to be funny. Sometimes I'm serious. <laughs> this is making me really want to go out and buy pumpkins. <laughs> we don't have any yet, and it's October. Oh, Chelsea. I want to have pumpkins outside. Fleck, I thought you said there was a ton of pumpkins here. Why are there only big ones? There are a ton of big ones. I emptied out my pockets for nothing. No, no, no. I uh, I have a big pumpkin in my pocket. (sighs) I'm going to walk around and see if there's any, like, because, you know, even though it's like it's a kind of garden or like kind of grocer festival, there might be, you know, some like other wares. Like it might not all just be food. It could just be general artisans. I'm going to see if there's any like, you know, lock. Makers or just people who do that kind of stuff, <laughs> metal workers. It's driving me. N- I need to know it's down there, <laughs> especially like it, I just feel like whatever's back there is cool, or else it wouldn't be locked up. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna walk around. Okay. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> God, this really does feel like a family outing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that yes, was so. that was just such a teenage thing to be like, all right, well, I'll meet up with like, you guys okay, later. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I have to go to the grocery store with my parents, and they, they're going to go look at, go get food and be in the frozen food aisle, which is always my least favorite thing as a kid. I hated going through the frozen food because it was cold and <laughs> awful. It was awful. It's still awful. I still it's get still cold. Sucks. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to go look at, the like toy aisle pretty much <laughs> the equivalent of wait did you say gordy's not there even no, though gordy is there oh yeah yeah he's hacking up he's hacking pumpkin. at a big pumpkin trying oh, to figure right. out yeah, yeah yeah well dude if we want to know where have all the pumpkins gone we should probably just talk to gordy there. the man whose name is gord yeah it makes sense right. yeah and maybe he just carved them all true all right well let's go ask him then do you want to ask him do you want to take that responsibility well, i was thinking maybe you could because you know him better because you heard I don't know him I just saw his name hello Mr. Gord I'm Marjorie oh, yeah, Sticks oh uh, hi Marjorie Sticks I'm I'm Gord Patchvine nice to to meet meet you it's nice to meet you too you see I emptied out all my pockets in order to collect some pumpkins and put them on my neighbor's doorsteps but I see here that there's no pumpkins that would fit in my pockets uh what happened Oh, well, it was the weirdest thing. Uh, I had a bunch of small pumpkins. I, but my my grandma, Lavinia, uh, w- will grow some smaller ones specifically for me to carve. I, I, I really um, like to carve things into the pumpkins. That's that's how I express myself. And I, his, I'm really struggling with this one. Is his pumpkin? No. What's his pumpkin look like? Yeah. It, it it looks like a big pumpkin that has been hacked at with a couple. Oh, of, so it's not going it's so well, n- huh? He does not know how to use this tool. Yeah. Dude, he, that is one of the best pumpkin carvings <laughs> I've ever seen. Uh, oh, you got to make him roll Yeah, roll persuasion on that. <laughs> persuasion or deception? Ooh. It doesn't matter. It's plus 12 either way, and I got a dirty 20 with it. Wow. Damn. <laughs> oh, well. Wow. And, and and Gord like steps back. He like takes a step back and he looks at the pumpkin, and he considers for a minute. And he looks at you, and then he looks back at the pumpkin, and he's like, "So you can see what I'm going for, then?" 
Absolutely. <laughs> You're right on the right track with it. You know, they they speak to me, the pumpkins. It's I can not literally, but okay. <laughs> I can I can see, you know, what I want out of them. It's just a matter of revealing what the pumpkin is trying to say. And normally I, I'm I'm much more successful with that with the smaller ones, but the strangest thing happened. I in I I was searching for inspiration and, and when I think of pumpkins, I, I inevitably think of my grandmother who's so successful in growing them. And and when I think of her, I think of some of the the weird things that she says sometimes. Um, you know, she's getting up there in years and and it, you, you um Miss Marjorie, you probably are, are are familiar with some of the strange turns of phrase that older halflings uh, are sometimes prone to to exclaim, and or forgetting people's names. Yes, hey, uh, we're going to focus on the words I do know. <laughs> uh, there was this. There was this one phrase she she would sometimes exclaim, "Spaduke." Oh, Spaduke! I know that one. And and I as a tribute this year for the Harvest Festival, I thought I would I would carve one of those words into the pumpkin. But when I did, they all just kind of carried away. Why they just they just like up and did they like Cinderella grow vines, legs, and walked away, or did they just kind of roll away, or uh, what happened they, there? Yeah, a little bit of kind of a little bit of both. There was it was it happened so quickly, and I was so caught off guard. I didn't even really know. What happened at first, it was, you know, I, I, I try to, I think of my art as giving life to the pumpkins after we pick them, but, but this, this was totally unexpected. It, it, it was as if, almost as if the, the, the word had, had some sort of power in and of itself, and it, and it, it animated these pumpkins, and off they went. And sure. now I don't know where they are, and now I so have no pumpkins to sell. You're telling me that you carved the word spaduk into a pumpkin, and it left. Yeah, it just it just it, it Marjorie, it's almost as if it became a, a some sort of cart and drove off. Well, Marjorie, that makes is sense. an old person language word. It sure is. That's exactly what it means. It's a cart. So if you tried to if you tried to write Spaduke on like let's say a parchment or something, would that parchment just get up and go? Have you tried this on other things? Try try to. Okay. Me? No, me? Try it, dude. <laughs> Here, you can run on my back, and I turn around, but like my back kind of faces both of them. Okay, and I, does anybody uh, have a quill? Or? Yeah, um, they, I, uh, Gord like looks at Fletch and like points at him and then points Come at on, himself. Guy. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. He's my friend. I'll oh, do it. Okay. All right. Yeah, it felt Here. weird drawing on him. Yeah, on I know. Man. I'll, I'll draw on him. All right, so I take the ink and I, I, I write. How do you spell it, Marge? Uh, the letters are kind of weird. Can you write it then? I can show you how to do it. Yeah, and so yeah, like Marjorie takes the <laughs> Marjorie takes the quill we got. It's yes. not yeah. the yeah. knife, right? To hers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please not. And then she makes those marks because it is unusual. It's not. It's not. It's old people language. It's. It's got its own kind of like vernacular, right? Its own letter forms. And she mm -hmm. carves the word Spaduk with a quill. Uh, onto the back of flack. She's wait. Got... Just wait. I said no. I meant take parchment. <laughs> yeah, what is what I said, oh, I'm no, just standing where with the parchment in my hand. It's not <laughs> a 
I didn't want to put it on the parchment because that's what that was where you're going to write it. So I was just going to put it on but the skin. The whole point was I was going to write it on the parchment. And then you oh, just grabbed no. what? it and then just wrote it on his back. And I, you I did it so fast I couldn't. St- oh my. What's happening right now? <laughs> you bend over to walk on all fours. You're, yeah. you're, you're like compelled to kind of start like walking oh, no. down the road. You're, you're just you're just kind of like it's a, it's <laughs> you don't really have control over it. You're not transforming into anything. Okay. But, That's a relief. But, I was so scared. Like <laughs> as you like walk as you like crawl or or walk on all fours like past another stall, there's like a uh Hey, load that up onto me. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's like a stall of carrots and you like walk back and grab a bunch and just like put it on your back. It just falls right off. Flat, come back. <laughs> he, uh, Fletch needs to write on the on your back. No, we know that this is working. Uh, Pete, hold on. Pete, go go uh, under him and lift him up <laughs> so he can't move anymore. Uh, Pete, yes. Uh, <laughs> and Flack becomes like one of those dogs you hold over top of water. <laughs> yeah. 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 Air paddling. <laughs> you can't really control it, but you're compelled to, yeah, like move goods. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me that if I carve the word Spadook into something, it's going to turn into a cart? I mean, I think, yes, it is proven now. That was the whole point of this test was to prove that what uh, Gord was saying was and, real. And this is so unbelievable. Pete, come back here. And Marjorie uh, tries to erase the word off of Flax's back with a little bit of spit. A little bit of <laughs> spit on her finger. A lot of spit. <laughs> Yeah, as you wipe away the ink uh, and it mixes with the gross spit and just becomes smudges and no longer legible old people language, uh, Flack, you are no longer compelled to behave as a cart. Oh, that was weird. That's bonkers. Wait, Flack, where did you want to go? Because maybe that's where the pumpkin's headed. Where did I want to go, DM? Ooh, uh, you wanted to go southeast. I wanted to go southeast. Well, that away. looks like we got a little pumpkin patch mystery to solve. <laughs> oh, now I'm excited. Uh, Gord speaks up and he's like, do you think you guys could find my pumpkins? This is my livelihood. Wait. No, yeah, we probably could. But uh, question for you, Gord, why didn't you follow them? Well, it, it, I That's turned around. Question. I I I wasn't paying attention. I carved it. I put it on the stack. I, I was all proud of it. And then I went to find my grandma to show her that I honored her with this word. That she she says all the time, you know, go fill the spadook. And it's just what <laughs> she says. And, and I have to go and cart these pumpkins around. Um, and I, I went to find her. And by the time I came back, all my pumpkins were gone. And now I have to use one of her good big pumpkins to try to make into a sculpture or something. And I got this big knife. This isn't. Look at my nice tools. And he like unrolls a set of like a bunch of really nice carving tools that are all very finely pointed and made oh. like precision. Keep an eye on margarine. Those are nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have all these fancy tools and instead I gotta use this big knife. I don't know what I'm doing. You were very nice to compliment it, but let's be honest, this is this is just a broken pumpkin. You're right. Here, let's do this. If we go find your pumpkins, <laughs> will you do us a favor and carve us beautiful pumpkins that we can leave on our neighbors that don't know who we are, but we're trying to become friends with them. Uh, front doorsteps. This is the worst bargain we have ever negotiated. No, it's not. It's going to be easy. 
Gord holds out his hand for you, Fletch. He says, "You have a deal. I All will right. make you the most beautiful pumpkins you'll ever you've ever seen." Perfect. We can save our nine thousand gold. Don't. Yes. Yes. Wait. We, hang on. What? Nope. <laughs> that's just that's just old people. She just says things. She just says numbers. I yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I know how that we is. We only have 92 gold, and that's uh, all of our... We'll go get your pumpkins. Thank you. And and hopefully you can find this Paduke one, because I, I, I made it special for my Mima. Oh, oh, we know that word. We'll get it. Hopefully. <laughs> Where's Zabbis? Cut to Zabbis, who has been wandering the streets of Night's Pass. You have been searching for a uh, metallurgy specialist or a locksmith or a magic user of some kind and through the general Earthadar Square you weren't able to find one everybody was more produce based so you continued to search and you find yourself without even really kind of thinking about it you find yourself uh, in front of the Striped Tower Magic Shop which was owned by the old wizard uh, Quendolin uh, who you spoke to many uh many moons ago um but when you try to enter you find that the door is somewhat ajar it's not quite closed it's not locked it just kind of pushes open and the inside of the store is dark there's no lights on the shades are drawn it's a little bit uh unsettling uh roll a perception roll 12. (laughs) The door, as you push it open, uh, stops only about three quarters of the way open. Something heavy uh, blocks its uh, path. And you see that there are some uh, papers blowing around as the breeze from outside comes in through the door that you've pushed open. There's a creaking sound as you do. Um, There's a smell in your nostrils. uh, Something burnt, but not necessarily fire. It's a kind of magical scent uh, that you're not completely familiar with, but you do recognize as uh, a a magical burning. There's a weird sound coming from deeper within this shop, almost like a uh, like a w- strong wind or a whooshing. Hmm. This seems like a place I want to go, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. You can get I in. Get it. You can get oh, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can get the door open about three quarters of the way, but there's something heavy on the other side blocking you from opening it all the way. Okay. Can I squeeze through? I'm very yep. small. Mm-hmm. For sure, you can get in. <laughs> uh, when you when you get in, you see this shop uh, that once was organized chaos now in complete disarray. Shelves are pushed over. Bins are are burst open. Um, there are papers flying about as if there's some sort of small cyclone in this room. You get hit in the face with a, a scroll um, as it bounces off of your, your uh, face and continues on some unknown path through the air. The object that was blocking the door seems to be a large bookshelf that fell over, um, and it seems to have fallen on. Gwendolyn the wizard who is whose legs are sticking out from underneath it uh unmoving oh shit uh can I check I, I let me check to see if she's alive at least we've met her right like we've bought mm-hmm. stuff from her yeah for sure you 
reach down to check the vitals of Gwendolyn. Roll a medicine check. I don't think I've ever had to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a plus zero. So. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. This is great. Uh, <laughs> you, you lean down to, to check for a pulse of, of this shopkeeper who you once interacted with, this fellow magic user. Uh, and when you do, there is a exhale and a cloud and you inhale this acrid, pungent scent uh, that sends you spinning. You're dizzy all of a sudden. You stagger backwards. Um, make a constitution check. Constitution saving throw. Twelve. <laughs> uh, you, you stagger back into one of the shelves that is still standing. You kind of trip over a trunk that has been upended. You slip and fall and slide back against... Uh, this shelf where you slowly, in, in, a, in a great fog, start to lose consciousness. Oh, man. <laughs>